Rituals are the foundation pulling us together, but it takes a community to support the rituals we need throughout our lives. Welcome to the journey of finding your community. Learn the knowledge of generations and how it applies to your everyday life. Tune in for an unconventional perspective on ancient wisdom and how it can change your life right now. I will tell you how to navigate this fast-changing world with the power of the gifts you already have. Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Hoff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times starts now. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Living Your Gifts, Ancient Applications for Modern Times. And I'm your host, Susan Huff, and I welcome you today and invite you to join me the second Wednesday of every month as we discuss topics to help you find your gifts and community. Today's show will be a continuation of our last podcast. We'll be joined by Dr. Pat, who will be hosting again. And I would like to start by expressing my gratitude for the inspired leadership and action of the group of young activists organizing the Walking for Water fundraiser on June 27th and 28th. Before I pass the controls over to you, Dr. Pat, I want to share this prayer with you. I pray that we all may listen to these teens' messages and acknowledge the blessing they are bringing forth into the world. May their wisdom awaken our passion and align us to how we may be of service to the planet. Open our hearts to hear the deeper calling to each of us individually and as a community and let their voices stretch far and wide to awaken others to be of service in the world and to align with our earth's heart song. Ashe. So I'm going to hand it over to you, Dr. Pat. They've got a lot of exciting things to talk about today. And these kids have been working really hard for this event that's coming up on June 27th and 28th. How is everybody today? Let's start with that. How are you doing? Are you getting a little cabin fever fever like I'm getting right, right about now? Right? Right? No, you're like, so one of you is like, yes, no. I don't know. Wes, how about you? You he's outside why did we all go outside and do this we should have we should have gone outside just like uh wes is doing um, yeah i'm in my backyard yeah very cool um you know i i one of the things i want to start with is um i don't think you all know how very special you are and maybe susan maybe you i don't know maybe you tell them yeah, I'm pretty sure you do. I hope I tell you guys enough how special you are because I think you're amazing young people who really step above and beyond the call of what yeah. a lot of people do. Yeah, and you're the future. See, you're our future. And in, when I think about that, I often wonder what it would be like to be in your shoes. And that's part of today. That's part of what we're talking about today. You know, it's hope for the future and understanding that when Susan and I were your age, we had a different set of circumstances. We had a different set of issues we faced in the world. Um, we had a different set of, of, of pretty much everything, but that doesn't mean that each of us didn't have a journey and a story to tell. But for all of you, you're here today because you stood up and said yes to something. That's why you're here. That's why we're talking with you today. 
because something in your soul, something in your heart, something that inspired you, some ones that inspired you are calling you to come out in the world. And I think half of the time when we are given an opportunity, the hardest thing we do is making that decision to say yes, right? Walk into the world of the unknown, not quite understand what it's like. And this is all of you here today. And I think one of the most important things, Susan, for folks to talk about, I think today, is to hear from their perspective what the hope and action for the future is about, right? You know, what is it about this upcoming event that is so surprising to each of you, but you're most excited about? I think that would be for me, Susan, a great place to ask each of you as you sit here today and you look at this upcoming event, what, what is calling you forward to participate in it? Um, you know, saying yes to leadership is not for everybody. Do you, do you all even acknowledge that you, each of you are leaders in your own right? Do you get that right? Okay. So if, if we could, what I'd like to do is, I, Wes, I'd like to start with you, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, it's fine. All right. Uh, I'm thinking about this event. So a new virtual walk for water. It sounds like weird, doesn't it? Virtual walk for water. Does that sound yeah. odd? Or am I the only one that that sounds odd to? Mm, sounds um, odd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's about as odd as talking about my ping pong robot. Um, but as we move forward and you're thinking about this, uh, Wes, I, I want to ask you this question. What is it that just is inspiring you so much to be able to bring something like this to the world. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when we first started this or when this first uh, pandemic happened, I thought that uh, we, were, we weren't going to be able to do anything because, you know, if someone were to donate, why would they donate to our cause? They'd probably, you know, do uh, pandemic relief. But then I got thinking and really, if you were to donate, you should donate to Walking for Water because these are the people that need it most in this time, you know, because third world countries are going to be hit the worst. And then from there, when we went online, it seemed daunting at first, but we actually realized that we could reach even more people than before since, you know, there's no borders online, you know, there's no one that can't go. Yeah. Do you know, Wes, one of the things you said that I think is so important for us to talk about in terms of um what we take for granted right you know what each of us get, we can get up on a day and we can go in and we can pour ourselves a glass of water or we decide we're going to take water and heat it up and there it is it's water or maybe we take a shower but what we're talking about is we're talking about people right susan we're talking about people that that's not the case and the idea of walking for water is just that is just that. Um, tell us about this event from your perspective. And, you know, one of the things that that you had to really think about to bring this uh, to a virtual format. Emma, what, what are you thinking about when you think about, wow, we're going to be doing something like virtual? I mean, that's part of your language now, isn't it? I mean, for Susan and I, we're like, okay, 
virtual, right? But this is part of the way you live your life every day. From your perspective, Emma, tell me a little bit about this, right? You know, because you're from an East, you're, you're going to give me an East Coast perspective, aren't you? So at first, I really did not think a virtual walk was possible. Um, as weird as it sounds, like walking for water virtually was just a foreign idea to me. And once we started having these Zoom calls from coast to coast, we were able to sort of come together and bring out really great ideas that I never thought were possible. So for example, we've come up with having music and poems at the virtual walk, for example. And at the normal walk, that never would have really happened. All we do is walk. But now that it's virtual, we are able to bring in so many different aspects. So we have videos about people talking about facts, the story of walking for water. We have a band performing as well. We have a silent auction. We have a lot of different options for people who are just not interested in walking in the first place. If they want to be involved, they have other options. So that was wow. my part. Susan, we, we have to do something we didn't do. We should have we should have each of you again to our audience introduce yourselves and just tell us about your role. Let's just do that because folks are not going to know who I'm talking with. Emma, thank you for that. Wes, let's start with you. Yeah. Give people yeah, introduce yourself and tell us what your role is. So my name is Wes Abrams. Uh, I'm one of the current presidents of Walking for Water out of the Laguna Beach High School location in Southern California. Awesome. Cassidy, you want to go next? Sure. Um, I'm Cassidy Morgan, um, and I guess you could call me the radio correspondent of the Laguna Beach High School branch of Walking for Water. So essentially what I do is I contact our local radio station and try to get uh, times and interviews where we can promote walking for water and talk about what we do and why it's so important. Emma, let's uh, introduce you formally. Let's tell folks who you are and what you do. I am Emma Viganovich and I attend Tuscarora High School. I'm currently a junior, but I am next year's president for walking for water. Thank you. Wow, you guys are so awesome. Isabel, go ahead. <laughs> By the way, there's no order. I'm just going across my like uh, Zoom thing here, <laughs> Isabel. Uh, hi, I'm Isabel Niku. I am a rising senior at Heritage High School in Leesburg, Virginia, and I am an officer for the National Honor Society, which works alongside Walking for Water. Thank you. And guess who's next? Sophie. Hi, I'm Sophie Mariner, and I'm the media coordinator um, for Walking for Water. And um, yeah, I just basically go around uh, email and contacting different companies that would like to donate or sponsor us. Yeah, this is an incredible team. And last time we really talked about some of the things that were most important to you from the heart. Today, what we're talking about is putting the mechanics of something like this together and really getting a sense of here you are, you see yourselves today, you know, what does it look like for you to move forward? I want to ask each of you sort of the same question I asked Wes. Um, and that is, you know, what is each of your roles in contributing? And I want to know from you, you know, what are you bumping into as you try to launch these? Like we're talking about a project, right, Susan? That They're people bumping into me some, to be honest, because it, it's, a whole, it's a whole new realm for me. So, um, they know more than I know 
about any of this stuff and the virtual stuff. For me, it's like I'm, I'm speaking a language that's really uncomfortable um, doing it for me. So it, it's like been great to be able to see them all on Zoom at the same time, but it's different. I'm used to more and and touching and, you know, seeing my people in, in person. So it's been really weird. I know. That's why it does take a village, right? Yeah. Um, so let's let's do this because I want to hear from Isabel, Sophie, and Cassidy for a moment, and and then we'll get back uh, to uh, Emma and Wes. But from the three of you, you've got your hands around doing something to make this successful, right? That that's what you're trying to do. You're like, we've got this thing we're doing. We want to make it successful. So I want to ask you, what are each of you doing? And what are some of the challenges you're finding? And so let me let me hop over to Isabel for a minute. You know, let me hop over to you. Uh, and and that gives Sophie and Cassie a little bit more time to prepare, right? Definitely, definitely. But from your perspective, what are you what are you getting done here? And what do you want people to know about this, right? Um, I think a big part of this entire thing is just awareness and making sure that we know that other people know that this is happening. Um, I've been working with another uh, classmate who is in Laguna Beach and I'm writing a newspaper article and hopefully getting it published in papers around the DC metropolitan area. I have also been just getting a few people together. We're gonna go to the Washington Old Dominion Trail, which is a huge trail in Northern Virginia. And we're gonna give out water bottles and little slips of paper that talk about walking for water so people can submit their steps and just basically be a part of the project as a whole. And then I know the other thing that we were thinking about doing was we actually just brought this up yesterday, um, making small slips of paper and then leaving it on people's door handles because since not everyone can go out. So I think just a major roadblock has been down a little bit it still has been stressful for everyone whether it be the end of the year with final exams or uh, rising seniors beginning their college applications um, it's been really hard to balance everything out but this is like a calm headspace for me and my classmates to enter because we know that we're getting the satisfaction from doing something good but also the people that we're helping are gaining that satisfaction as well yeah, it kind of makes you feel good inside, doesn't it, a little bit there? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes the challenges really are underwhelming, so to speak, because of, you know, the passion that is fueling each of you for a lifetime. See, this is a lifetime event. I mean, it may not seem like it to you, but I, I think when you look back, you'll be talking to other young people about what this experience is. Isabel, thank you for that. Uh, let's hop over to Sophie. Uh, Sophie, plug it in turning it on, doing your thing, getting things rolling. What is this like for you? What are you, what are you most thrilled about bringing forward? And what are some of the roadblocks you're bumping up against? Well, I'm just excited because um, there's been a lot of different galleries and um, we have a local gallery artist, um, Steve Adam, and he contacted us with so many different artists. And just yesterday I was on the phone with one of them. And um, so they're just giving us so many opportunities, even though, um, you know, they're just being so kind and just letting us like go pick it up or dropping it off. And 
they're just giving us opportunities that we thought we wouldn't be able to have since the pandemic and all the virtual walks. But it's just been um, the challenge that I've run into is just constantly being with it and constantly posting, constantly putting things up because I've been trying to focus a lot on my schoolwork, but I'm still trying to put as much effort as I can into letting the world know how important this is. So that's the challenge I've run into. But just now, um, one of the local artists just texted me and donated an oil painting. So I'm just trying to get that sorted out. So yeah. Wow. Amazing. Um, Cassidy, I want to ask you this question. Okay. And if you ever need any help with radio stations, call me. Okay. We'll do it together. I happen to know what it's like to get anything anything done on another radio station or radio in general or whatever you want to call it. I really understand that. But from your perspective, if I ask you, how do you describe this project? So here you are, you're talking to a radio exec or somebody or personality, and you're making your pitch. Give me a pitch. Uh oh, I put her on the spot right there. No, it's, it's good. So I. So I also know the people at the radio station on a before I joined Walking for Water, so I have that personal connection with them, which has made it a whole lot easier. But I essentially say, hi, I'm Cassidy Morgan. I'm part of Walking for Water at the Laguna Beach High School. Most of them know what it is, but if they don't, I say Walking for Water is a club at the high school that partners with the nonprofit Wisdom Spring, and we have a walk, we have a walk in the spring, and we raise money to help build wells and educate the people in developing countries that don't have access to water. That's like my, my little like elevator pitch, if you would call it. I would call it that. Um, how sorry, do you describe I've, the upcoming event for them? I'm sorry, could you repeat the question? I didn't hear you. Sure. How do you describe this upcoming event, the June 27th and 28th virtual walk? I describe it as our virtual walk for water due to the coronavirus. We could not do it in person, sadly, but we've tried to replicate it as best we can on a visual on a visual status. And we're still trying to incorporate the actual walk for it because I think that that's a super important component because you get to kind of go through what they go through every day just to get water. And so I think that we've tried to, I say that we've tried to replicate the best we can. We're doing a silent auction and we have a band playing and Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And you can also go on your own walk through, you know, pick your own trail. If you really like walking this sort of part of town, you can walk this part of town and then share it with us. And so I, we've tried to replicate our actual walk as best we can over a virtual status. So that was how that's how I kind of describe it. Is it's kind of like we're taking our existing walk and just putting it online. I love it. I love it. You know, I want to get back to us and Emma, both of you, because, um, you know, we're talking about one event, but it's one event in a series, sort of a lifetime of things that you want to do. And, you know, when you think about this event, this is the same question for each of you. When Wes, when you think about this event and you're talking to, how should I say it, adults, you're talking to people like me and people like Susan or people that don't quite get it, you know, what do you find is the most powerful message to give them? And what do we need to do better to help people get this? Yeah, I mean, I would first say, like, I think the thing that 
is the hardest for this club or maybe one of the only things that hold it back is just conveying or really just showing how, how much our message means to us and the people, you know, that we're helping. And I think once we can get better at that or the best at that, that's how we'll really, you know, be successful. But I think what really draws people in uh, would honestly just be because like water is one of the essentials, you know, water and shelter and things like that and safety. So I think if and when we, you know, talk about the importance of water and how deprived of people or people are of water and clean water in the areas that we're helping, I think that really is what gives us the most success in bringing people in. Yeah, because it's really painful to see what the impact is of not having water, right? And, you know, that is sort of in your leadership role, that is a very important part of being, being able to do that. Um, what, what, are, what are you finding are uh, the roadblocks in getting that message across so far for you? Uh, because I think, uh, I think like the majority of people, when they hear us talking about it, I think a lot of people are, you know, confronted by a lot of charities throughout their day or life. And I think the biggest challenge is really just like, uh, differentiating yourself from the other charities, you know, they're all good, but you know, we're really just trying to make it sound different, I guess. Yeah, no, believe me, I do get that as the challenge. I, right, Susan, we know what it's like to create differentiation, right? To make sure that your message is not diluted uh, and is powerful enough, right? which is a, str a struggle because I think we've got such a bigger message because we have young people doing it. Where yeah. most, most of them are done by people at least, you know, in their thirties, forties, fifties and up, you know, but these, these are kids who really have taken so much time and energy to put an event together. And I, I, I always say to them, I wouldn't want to do this with adults. Like they, they bring an energy to it. They bring um, their hearts into it. They, they, um, they take it seriously. They, 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 they have creativity that I think gets lost in the shuffle. And I think that's as powerful like as what they're doing as a group and learning how to co collaborate and create as a community is just as valid as what they're bringing to the people in the water. It's like, a win-win on both sides of, of the world as far as I'm concerned. And yeah, I think there's nothing more powerful than raising consciousness, period. So yeah. you're right about that. And they know, um, and they know, they know what yeah. they're doing. And they, they've seen, you know, some of them even have had to live through a struggle like that. I mean, Emma knows from her own background that right. water, is, water is life. In a pandemic, if you don't have water, yeah. how are you going to get Emma, your down? And Emma, let's go to you now because you've got a new role you're going to be stepping into, right? And you know what's at stake here for this event. Uh, and I want to know from you is if you had sort of a magic wand, so to speak, or I don't know, crystal ball, or I don't know, a genie that pops out of the bottle, you know, how would you want to, you know, how would you, what did you want, what would you want to ask that genie about this upcoming event? But also about the future for this, for the project, for the work we're doing. I would probably ask the genie how many people would be involved. I think that's the most important part of all of this. 
So something I've been doing to sort of combat the fear of not having a lot of people involved is constantly emailing my family, my peers, and even my teachers. And I'm also involved with another local organization. And I've actually shared every single link that we've received in this sort of project to them. And I've actually began talking to people from Europe, Australia, and Asia about this walk that's coming up. And the reason I'm doing it is not because I want to sort of brag about getting people involved. It's because I want as much diversity in this walk as we could ever have. I think this is, it could be the best walk so far. And I really want us to try to make it the best by having as many people involved as is possible. Um, in the past, we've only really had two walks, one in Laguna Beach, one here in Loudoun County, Virginia. And I sort of want it to spread everywhere rather than having it in these <coughs> two same places, sort of spreading it to other areas of the world to spread awareness. I agree with you on that. And boy, you just took my, my next question out because what you're talking about is an international presence. I mean, those are my words, but that's my translation of what you said. Um, you know, I work with corporate executives and people in corporations. And honestly, each and every one of you can come in and become executive coaches because to get people in those power positions to even think the way you're thinking, especially Emma, what you just said about reaching out across the globe, it is a level of wisdom that each of you have. Now, I want to ask you this, and Susan, I'm going to ask you this, and then Cassidy, I'm going to ask you this, but I'm going to ask everybody everything. But uh, what do we need to know? What is the website? How do we get involved, Emma? So the website is wisdomspring.org. The way to get involved is joining our virtual walk, which is on June 27th and June 28th. It's at 11 a.m. Pacific time, and that lasts until 1 p.m. Pacific time. So I believe that we are originally going to have the whole <laughs> series we've put together on the 27th, and then rerun it on the 28th for people who might have not been able to join the day prior. Um, so in this sort of series, like I talked about before, we're going to have poetry. Um, I've actually written my own poetry that I put into this and I'm really proud of it because I sort of like, I guess, spilled my heart out into it because it is a cause that's dear to me because my family has dealt with this stuff. Um, we're also going to have a band that um, I believe is from Heritage, a few people from there. Yeah, Izzy knows. Um, and just a bunch of members in this project talking about not only why they walk, but a lot of facts associated with why they choose to walk. Um, I, I want to ask a couple of radio questions now. Okay. And then we'll, we'll go, we're going to go, we're going to go to break and I want to, I want to come back to this. So Cassidy, from your perspective, here's what I want to know when we come back from break, what kind of, uh, PSAs, are you writing public service announcements? Do you have any of those audios done? Do you have any of those short videos done? Do you have a means to create them? We'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, when we come back, Isabel, uh, I want to be talking with you on how we get everybody's energy, effort, precision of dialogue, which you have elevated to your level. I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, Sophie, when we come back, I want to know how we get your gigantic heart in the hearts of others. 
Uh, when we come back, Cassidy, yours is voice, right? And Wes, when we come back, I want to talk with you as well about how we get more, do I say it? Men. More men. Where the men? Uh, when we come back, all of that, Susan, I'm sorry, did I go a little bit off on that? So each of you, I want to talk about something different, but it's all about your contribution. And let's brainstorm on air live some ideas to get this off the charts. Are you up for that, Susan, or not? I am so up for that. All I right. Let's, let's take a short break, everybody. When we come back, more about this, please go to wisdomspring.org. But when we come back, I want to tell you the fact that you can get T-shirts for this. There's a whole bunch of things you can get, but the most important thing all of you can do is those of us that know what it's like not to have water at our fingertips at some point in time in our lives, just imagine it. Go for a day. I, I challenge you, go for a day with not having access to water. What would you do? How far would you walk? How careful would you be to get it and bring it back? And I'm not talking in some container or bottle. Think about this. Think about people that are trying to save their lives, their lives of their infants. Think about this. And think about the power of walking. If you don't know the power of walking, then you haven't been watching television. Let's take a break, everybody. We'll be right back. Are you ready to transform your life and embrace magical experiences? Talking to Tannis with your host, Tannis McRae, is here to help you find your joy in life. Tune in live every first and third Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Let's awaken your experience and create the change necessary to take back your right to choose who you are. For more about Tannis, visit TalkingToTannis.com. Have you ever wondered what your pets think about? Do you know what your pets are saying to you? Dr. Monica will be your pet's translator to help you understand what your pets are trying to communicate to you. Enhance the bond with your furry friends on Pets Talk with Pet Communicator, Dr. Monica, each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Dr. Monica, visit PetCommunicator.com. Do you struggle with transitions? Do stifling limitations hold you back from achieving your innermost desires? There are soulful solutions right at your fingertips. Join me, Shamise Daniel, for inspiring conversations with spiritual leaders. Calm your inner storm and ignite your soul's fire. Tune in to Soulful Travel Adventures every first and third Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. 
Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Raising the vibrations through stimulating conversations while exploring the mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria on Tales from the Mer World Radio with me, Amirabeth. Join us every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be ready to feel empowered and an active part of the changing earth. For more information about me, visit Amirabeth.com. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living, LLC. For more information about Karen, visit KarenBenton.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Susan, it's so great. Um, Susan Huff is joining me here today with uh, a group of incredible uh, young people that are not just passionate about something, but they are by far understanding what leadership in action is about. Uh, Susan, before we go back to getting some of, you know, just hearing a little bit more about what the initiative is, from your perspective, you know, tell us about the importance and the significance that Walking for Water has become in your life. Well, it feels like it's a, it's like a baby for me, <laughs> like, uh, almost, because I, I, it's like I hold it so dear to my heart. It, it started, you know, 17 years ago. These kids, you know, I've had a lot of amazing, powerful teenagers who've made a difference and brought water to indigenous villages all in India and Africa. And it keeps expanding and growing, you know, and these te- and, and my teenagers are truly the leaders of the world. And um, I couldn't be happier to do this project because I get to work with the teenagers, but I also get to see people who walk six to 12 hours a day receive water. And um, then we get to bring them education. So it becomes, it becomes this powerful thing of inspiring youth that, that step up to the plate and also bringing water to people who need it, that deserve it and um, really value life in every moment. So I'm, I'm blessed to be able to work in this, this project. Yeah, and I wanna just say to everybody, please go to the website wisdomspring.org and you're gonna be able to see this. The other thing I want to say for those of you listening that have grandchildren or that have children and you're thinking to yourself right now, what are my kids going to do? How can I get them involved in something? Listen to these folks here. They can be part of this. There are ways for them to participate. Right, Susan? I mean, people are listening to this are thinking, I wish my granddaughter or grandson had something to do, right? 
it, it's it's an amazing opportunity to step into something and find your gift in it too. It's like if you notice, each kid has a different role that they pick because it's something that ignites their passion and their fire, and then they get to work together and to work together in collaboration and not competition. It, there's a lot of competition in high school. There's a lot of no. too much, and this is a, a a a project that they get to work together instead of like trying to win you know they're winning together and um that's what i love about what happens with these kids they grow and they get to see the value of each other too so. yeah you know there's something interesting about winning energy i have to tell you i love it i love winning energy right and let me tell you why i'm a kid that grew up in the projects in the bronx and every day was a survival day right? Every day was like, oh, okay, if I can make it home from school in one piece, I'm winning. Um, so there's that energy of that. But see, you're taking this to a whole different level. And I want to get back to what I said before the break. And Susan, I'm not kidding. We need to get a hold of Jessica and Zach, uh, if Black, you're running the show. Um, we need to make sure we schedule this PSA and maybe even like a little video of it, and then we'll mix it for you. Oh, that is such a blessing. I'm so yeah, great. I'm not picking on men, but I am a little bit. Um, you have no idea as a man what you represent in this arena. And the reason I say that is that this is a world of men and women, people of all color, uh, of all race, all religions, uh, sexual orientation. This is a world of people. And you in taking the role you're taking, one of the things that, do you mind if I say this to him? One of the things that I tell my, the young men that I coach and mentor is you have to bring sometimes the others along. And, and, and ladies, this is true for you. But you have, to bring, you have to bring them along. You know, you have said yes in a world to a role that by far, I don't know if you will quite get the importance of it till maybe 10 years or 20 years down the road. But part of this for each of you in your own place of being, in your own world, is to bring other people along. Now, I'm part of a 30-year journey with addiction recovery. That's part of my story. And one of the things I've learned from that is that I will go into places to save people's lives that I've most people wouldn't go. But that's part of your role, Wes. That's part of your role. What would you say to your fellow man right now to say, come join me? What do you want to say to the men out there that may not have a place to put themselves? I would say that every year, and you're like what it means to be a man is changing you know what i mean yeah, I do. and that pretty happy about that by right the way. like right now there's a huge uh like a huge difference in gender for philanthropy you know with men and women but i think that you know donating to charity or helping out with charitable causes doesn't make you like soft or anything and that more men should um participate in it and even in our club uh like right now, I'm one of the very few guys, but I would say the most guys that we have in the club are freshman guys. So that looks, you know, that looks optimistic since they're the new wave of, you know, people joining the club. And I think from there, you know, it might just compound with the amount of guys joining the club. 
but I'd really say that, you know, you might feel awkward at first, but every, you know, every guy that joins the club is really just starting a bigger movement for, you know, more guys to help out in charity. You know, it's interesting. I, I'm listening to you share and I just had a thought and let me just plant a seed for you if, if I could for the moment. Um, one of the things that I find so important is to think about other men that have come out in the past. Uh, clearly, the people that come to mind are Bono and Bruce Springsteen. If I'm you, I'm thinking maybe to give Bono a call and get a, start to chit chat with him. Because this is a place where each of us need mentorship. And this is a place where somebody like Ivano, who literally has stepped in every pothole you could possibly step in in trying to create initiative. This is the way I would encourage you to do. Because you've already carved a pathway in your life. But if you had three things to say, one sentence, three words to say to other men listening, what would they be? Normal powerful movie. Wes, thank you. Yeah. I have to say one thing about Wes, and I think just the fact that for the first time on the West Coast, I have a male leader has really helped um, other young men and Sophie, who likes to, who is a really good shout out person to, to the young people to get involved. But I think it, it's something about seeing a young man who is willing to like not care what his peers feel because I think there is a peer thing going on around it, what what men get if men get involved in this that maybe they are soft that Wes has um, stepped outside of the box for would you, you know what that's why I love that's why I love all of you I really do I, I you'd be the kind of people that I'd hang out with but on to be honest with you if I were your age and was the person I was you'd be like oh we don't not want to be around that that one right there um all right here's the question I want each of you now Sophie you're gonna go first this time <laughs> this is your moment to reach out to whatever you call your people that you want to invite this is you saying, doing what Wes just did. So each of you are going to have like a minute or two to give me your call to action for the people that you want to talk to about reaching out to. What do you want to say to people about getting involved, Sophie? What do you want to say? I just want to say that um, not only are you changing other people's lives, but you're also changing your life. Because you're opening, you're opening yourself up to different experiences that could make you, I guess, more wise and could really help you make future decisions. Because you'd be thinking about others, like as you think about yourself, and you'd be thinking about um, the future and far ahead, and not only how this decision can help you now, but how it's going to benefit you later, and how it's going to benefit others later. So I just think that overall you'd be benefiting everyone around you and you'd also be helping people get something that they've been longing for so long which is water so that's what I would say. all right what's your three words i would say i think this is corny but i just say water is life <laughs> no not not corny at all say it one more time real loud 
Water is life. Yeah. Awesome. Sophie, Isabel. Um, I think just adding on to what Sophie was saying, personally, I don't think that there's such a thing as a selfless act because everything comes back to us in a way. Um, the other thing is during this pandemic and all these crazy times happening in 2020, we're all sitting in the comfort of our homes with running water and just a bunch of luxuries that we have that people in developing countries don't have. And I cannot bear to imagine not having a hot shower every morning. Um, so I think it's people need to understand that although what we are going through is very difficult, we need to put ourselves in other people's shoes and understand that we can make a change in their life because the educated, the job of the educated is to educate others. Wow, thank you. Wow, my gosh. I think you guys have to have your own radio show, to be honest. You know, I've thought a lot about that. Why aren't they doing their own show? Uh, <laughs> Emma, hold on. Cassidy, you're up next. I know I'm going out of order, kind of, but that's all right. What I would say is we all have the opportunity to be a change in the world, and we all have the opportunity to do good and to help others. And so I feel like that this is the perfect opportunity because you can't live without the necessities. There's this pyramid. I'm not sure who created it, but it's like this pyramid of like self-love. And the first, the first step is having the proper resources, which is food, water, and shelter. So if you're sitting there being like, I want to make the world a better place. I want to, I want to make sure everyone's happy. If that's what something that you want to do, then the first step is to make sure that everyone has the basic resources to live. And that's water and that's what we're doing so if you want if you want to take that next step and be that change this is the perfect opportunity because you're providing necessities to people in the world that need it and you might not understand the true value but but once you're in it and once you're doing it and once you see the results you feel that and you feel that excitement and that joy and that love that you're bringing to others and the love that you're bringing to yourself that was maslow maslow's law of hierarchies that was the bottom, bottom rung, right? Uh, and I'll tell you, you're absolutely right about that because uh, if you've ever been at that bottom and you don't know where to go or what, Isabel, are you raising your hand right there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, that was that's cute. Um, also, it's like if you think about it, it's called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That's needs. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's. Have the best teens ever, don't I? Oh my gosh. Uh, yes, you're right about that. And what we're talking about here is at the gut level of a basic need. It really is at the gut level. It is the thing second only to oxygen, right? You understand that. Oxygen, water, yeah. right? So that's what you're talking about. We got to do a show on that. Before we go to Emma, right? You are the current president, Wes. Same question for you, and then we'll finish up with you, Emma. What's your message? What do you want to say to folks? Um, whatever cause or charity you're supporting right now, it probably builds off ours. Like, for example, like you know, if you want uh, better ed education in poor areas, you know, how are these kids going to go to school if they're having to walk for water or help out with water or not having clean water? So I would really think about that. 
relating to whether charities you're supporting and how clean water really is the starting block in, in that. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to think about anything else. Thank you, Wes. Emma, okay, here you are. Got this next year coming up, right? You're thinking about what do we gotta do today, but you also have to be thinking about what am I gonna do in this new role I have? What's your message? My message for the people, I would put it into three words, don't be scared. Um, I myself, I was very scared um, applying for the position and eventually getting elected for it. Um, I was a shy person, a pretty lazy person. And then once I sort of started getting involved in this, I realized it's something I am passionate about. And I was able to connect my family's history to the project itself. And I believe that's what really got me at peace with the project basically because I was such a nervous person and then this really allowed me to grow into I guess the leader that I am now and that's what's led me to be so excited for next year and I have so many ideas um, I also really want this virtual walk to happen next year maybe in partner with the walk in person so just a bunch of ideas it's good Thank you. Uh, okay, can't can't let uh, Isabel or uh, Cassidy off the hook. Three words, Isabel, your three um, words. We're the future. <laughs> Thank goodness for that, boy. Uh, Cassidy, how about you? The first words that came to mind would be the change. Yeah, boy, I'll tell you that has been a lifelong struggle for me. That one right there is to walk it. Susan, you know, in wrapping this up, I don't know if you have questions for them or what you want to say, no. um, but you ought to really consider like their own podcast for sure. Well, I mean, what I think about is, isn't it time that we really give our youth voice and um, give the youth the voice that they deserve because they are the future of the world. And I, these kids just show you that. And so a podcast i've actually considered even living your gifts could be about let's let's change let's make these kids be able to have a voice all the time and not just about walking for water but about everything that's going on in this world because we need to know what they think it's um it's imperative at this time as we change and step into these challenges of what's going on in our country and in the world so um yeah. Um, give out the website again, Susan. It's wisdomspring.org and water is life. And it's on the back of our t-shirt in five different languages because uh, we of all the countries that we, we are supporting at this time. And on the front is a beautiful logo that my artist uh, in, uh, in Laguna Beach created. And so that's what I'm saying. Every piece of this project is about these teenagers making a difference in the best way that they know how. So... Well, yeah. Uh, well, let me thank you all for today. Uh, and have, have you all started to start to meet as a group? Have they started to do that since our last show? Yep. They're, they're, they're uh, kicking butt. They're all making a difference and doing it the right way. So, so I want to give you a challenge. Not that you don't have one already with this, but I want to give you something to think about until the next time we get together. And I want you to pick what they call a stretch goal. And what that is, is for me, for example, my stretch goal was to create a network that I had the ability 
to put up an entire channel with 100 hosts in 24 hours. That was my stretch goal about five years ago. But I want you to think about a stretch goal for this project, something that doesn't require you to have logic. Do you see what I'm saying? Something that you will all come together and agree upon as that higher goal, that higher thing that you want to achieve. And then once you do that, then it's just a simple matter of enacting it. Right, Susan? Yeah. Uh, thank you all for joining me here today. I wanna thank you all for doing what you do in the world. Um, and, uh, you know, as we kind of go forward, this is my last question to each of you. Take about five seconds each. Give me your five second pitch for the upcoming event, Sophie. Um, we will have an amazing silent auction that you wouldn't want to miss. Awesome. Isabel. Sorry. <laughs> I'll go to Cassidy. Go ahead. Five second pitch about the event. We're overcoming odds to provide people with the necessary elements of life. And we would love if you would join us on our mission. All right. Okay. Isabel. Uh, this is the best way you can get involved right now in hard times, and you're making a difference in the world. Emma. If you want to get involved, this is the way to do it. It's very easy, and it's going to be a good time. And Wes, take us home. Uh, if you liked hearing what the club means to us, you should go on and hear about what it means to all the other members of the club. Awesome. And Susan, how about final words from you? I'm just so grateful, Dr. Pat, for always having us um, on the show and, and for being such an inspiration to me and to these young people and how to even motivate us in a different level that we hadn't thought about. And I know these times are really challenging for everyone, and I'm just so honored to spend time with you and with my teens who are making such a huge difference. And I just do a shout out. Go to wisdomspring.org. Not only did they do this, but my Laguna Beach teenagers made beautiful artwork that's going to be um, shown, and uh, and it's as as a huge art piece. It's beautiful. It's inspirational. It shows what they felt like during the COVID. And go to wisdomspring.org. Get involved. Support these young people and make a difference in the world and bring water to the people who are not as fortunate as us. You've been listening to Living Your Gifts, ancient applications for modern times. Now go out and face the world with your powerful, unique self. You get to be you. Now that is radical. Show the world what you learned and help make it a little bit better each and every day. To learn more about me, please visit www.livingyourgifts.com. That's livingyourgifts.com.